You wanna go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. Punk Off Podcast. We have moved out of our regular location from Parts Unknown in Northwest Ohio. Came to the Pearl of the North Coast. We're sub uh, suburbs of Cleveland. Here with uh, the convalescents, getting ready to start a pretty big tour. It was nice enough to let me come over and uh, hear practice jam before we recorded this. Uh, Anybody want to say what's up? What's up? What's Hi. up? Hi. Hi, people <laughs> listening later. There's uh, <laughs> we got Icer too. Icer was the one that uh, hooked all this up. We've got something in common because Icer was the one who uh, was the goblin for Living Dead long before there was a T-Con goblin. Yeah. I noticed he changed his Facebook to Merch Goblin now. I did. I did. <laughs> nice. Not representing at all. Well, the URL is still T-Con Goblin, but... It's the, not good enough. I mean, everybody calls me the Merch Goblin, so no, True. One, no one calls me the T-Con. Other, other bands are actually jealous that we have a Merch Goblin. Yeah. Uh, so, really? Yes. All right. You're in high demand? We actually have people that are uh, kind of pissed off that they can't run merch for us, too. Told them they had to fight you to the death, and they always just back down. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, no, 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 some Highlander right shit, you know. There can be only he one. He's just got the stronger spells, that's all. Yeah, he's like a wizard, kind of. No, he is the wizard. He is. He's going to be the wizard of teeth. I mean, like, goblins are like wizards, but not as good. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. If you it. grow your beard out, you can graduate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm you, need to get, you, can, you need to gain a few more experience yeah, points before you can level up. I'm going to grow a beard out. Well, well, we were, uh, that well, that, that's first. on recording now. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know, no, I'm growing, I'm growing the beard out for this tour. Alright, because we determined last night, we were all sitting around, like, really stoned. But Spencer that, uh, has to grow a beard, too. Spencer oh, no, I'm already doing that. Okay. That the longer your beard grows, like if you wear a hat every day, your hat automatically gets pointy. Like as your beard gets longer, <laughs> yeah, it goes both ways. So when you get a wizard beard, you get a wizard hat that just grows automatically. Sweet dude. So you have like a Jägermeister wizard hat. Something look like Jäger wizard. No, no, no. It would be a cold cock whiskey hat. Wizard hat. Speaking of that, that changes brands. <laughs> yes. It's magical. Duh. <laughs> Because it's convalescence sponsored by Cold Cock American Herbal Whiskey. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, sponsoring, <laughs> sponsoring this tour. They are. Uh, what is this? Today is uh, Sunday, the end of February? Yeah, the 28th. And you guys are starting on tour. You're actually you're going to Europe, which is awesome. Yeah. Then spend a couple weeks over there. Then we come, come back, back to your South by Southwest. South by Southwest, Austin, Texas. Uh, and then we I'm sure have, everybody's uh, heard of that. And then we have the album release tour. Album, new album coming out. And then uh, we'll be announcing more shortly. Um, so far, as far as we know, we'll be home at further notice. So leave tomorrow, get home For maybe sure. by Christmas, something like that. So basically what you're saying is have, you have the next three months planned out, and after that, who knows what happens, upcoming announcements. Yeah, there's a, lot, of, there's a lot on the table. Yeah. It's just seeing what kind of falls into place, get. I guess. That's yeah. the best you can do. That's, that's nice. I said I heard some of the uh, practice jam, and it, and it sounds like you're getting things ready. Now, some bands use their tour to get in shape, to get in practice. Sounds like you're actually getting it down before you go on tour, so. As much as possible. You know, we had one full band practice prior to today, so. I mean, four of us practiced for about the last week. We got Luke the other day and Katie yesterday, so. It's coming together okay. So what about, uh, 
social media, how can everybody find Convalescence? You got Facebook, um, uh, YouTube page. Facebook, yeah. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. SoundCloud? We are not on SoundCloud. No? no? We're, no? Uh, we, We're on Spotify, yeah, iTunes, iTunes, Amazon. Spotify. Uh, Jenga or Django or some like Jenga, not Jenga. Is that the board game? Yeah. Okay, not that one. <laughs> Jenga's not even a board game. With an O. Shut up. <laughs> it's not that Samuel L. Jackson movie with. No, that's Django. That's not begin with you. That one lady. Like that's on chain. No, that's with the no, lizard. No, that's the Johnny Depp. That's the Johnny Depp movie. Your 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 Django's unchained. Yeah, that's what it is. Agreed. You have any uh, good road stories from you? You spent about all last year, all of 2015. <laughs> we have near on tour. Too many stories. And then uh, took a little break. Like I said, you're starting up again. Yeah. Because you know, I have a good, I have a few good road stories with uh, your merch goblin. Especially going out of the country and coming back into the country and. You know, customs customs agents, they didn't like us very well. Well, it was easy to go into Canada. It was not easy to come back into the United States. No, it was not. <laughs> and you hear all... to look forward to. <clears throat> Yay. Yay. Well, when we were... I said, just, just, have, just have your paperwork in order, because if you have any kind of band equipment, they expect you to declare any money made in Canada and this and that. And I declare we didn't make shit. Exactly. I declare we <laughs> How, how, how yeah, many we t-shirts did you have going into the country? How many t-shirts do you have coming out of the country? Man, those were free giveaways. We did a label showcase. Oh, we shouldn't be talking about this on our No, maybe, maybe. This is a public this broadcast. Is a public. <laughs> this is actually a worldwide broadcast. I'm not, sc- I'm not scared of Canada. <laughs> I'm not scared. <laughs> They're going to be very know. scared of us. Actually, it is worldwide so. because uh, Punk Off Podcast had unique listeners from... Uh, Japan, Ireland, England, Russia. I mean, we're we're we're, promoters. we're still we're still pretty, <laughs> we're still pretty small. Right. You know, about the highest uh, listener rate. We had about uh, three uh, three hundred three fifty people listen to the, our podcast cool, with uh, uh, Mr. Schindorf, the uh, leader of the Northwest Ohio Metal Militia. Hell yeah! We'll probably. Uh, you know, we'll spam their Facebook page with this podcast. You guys' name on it Definitely. once it comes up. Probably be about a probably about the next week. Within the week, it'll go live. Sounds good. Nice. Uh, you can always find Punk Off Podcasts on uh, Podbean. Podbean. Yes. Nice. Never heard of it. Podbean. <laughs> That's where you get, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just a hosting site. They have some of the best deals, you know, for store the amount of storage for the best, you know, yearly yeah. price and everything. You, That's cool. Do you, you get, do you plan it on Pod Farm? <laughs> I think you're referring to Line Six modeling amps. When you say Pod Farm, <laughs> I am. So it's not like the pods from. Uh, Pod people. Pod people. Alien pods and things like that. That'd be cool. Invasion of the Body Snatchers type thing. It's that is an awesome movie. That it's is not actually. really. <laughs> the original or the remake? No, the original. The original. I like the original. I like old movies, so man. Rough. Nice. I grew up on Western nice. stuff, so. One of the. Uh, one of the main topics uh, Punk Off Podcast has gone back to is movies and music and. A little bit of wrestling. Me and my buddy who can't be here today. Shout out to Dan Destroyer. Uh, yeah, like I said, movies and music, wrestling and other pop culture we try and keep up on. He's big on old school punk music, you know. Neither of us are big radio listeners. Right. He, he'd liked hearing your uh, your sound check, hearing your practice set. Right. So maybe I'll tease him with that when he listens to it. Yeah, he'll probably be like, man, I don't know about this band. <laughs> no, because... Uh, Who does? Yeah. Icer's going to have to help me out on this one because I... Convalescence did shows it's Living Dead, right? when yeah. The last couple of years when yeah. Living Dead was finishing its its run. Like some Mushroom Head shows and Hansel and Gretel. Yep, yeah, that, was, that was a while ago. 
it's uh but now now that you guys have, you guys have grown and done more than we ever did and that's that's pretty awesome to see things well, the way they are now well technically the two of you chris and Keith have been doing shows together for like about a decade now because yeah. Yeah. Keith's first band, uh, Stilt Zombie, was on Living Dead shows and then Blood of the Prophets. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's been you guys crazy because I kind of feel like a dick, you know, when when half the time, you know, when you're doing a show, you don't always see all the other bands after at the show. And right. You right. guys were always like right before us, so when you were playing, I was always out in the parking lot either getting the makeup on right. or getting the drink on or getting the last smoke in before we played or whatever, you know? Right. Those are all but, very important parts of the show. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it is. is. Especially the makeup, you know? Yeah. And it seems like I can only work from for events for, from Ohio that wear makeup, like, you know? The, yeah. Go from one corpse paint I've band that. to another. Yeah. Just, What's funny is you didn't stop wearing makeup until you started working for us, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 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 Oh, it's because I can't afford to because you guys don't pay me shit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta show well, some ass. Well, what's the before, right? <laughs> you know? I don't... How many times you, you do you get out on that corner? <laughs> <laughs> you probably got paid more than I did for all the stuff with Living Dead. Well, At least yeah. you made, like, uh, really good uh, artwork and graphic stuff. I heard you got paid in Cheez-Its. Well, no, that was for stained glass torture. That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> What's the Cheez-It cheez exchange rate? That'll be good to know when you go to Europe. Yep. The Cheez-It exchange rate? What, 12, or, bo or 12 boxes of Cheez-Its and I'll design you a t-shirt. 12? 12 boxes of Cheez-Its. Wow, that's a lot of boxes That's a lot of Cheez-Its. Yeah, that's so that's many like, Cheez-Its. That's a case of Cheez-Its. <laughs> Isn't that, you new, asked isn't that new at Taco Bell? I've seen that commercial for case of Cheez-Its. Is that all like, like their dollar menu or what? That's new to me. I've not even seen that. <laughs> I'm really excited now. Yeah. Well, besides Cheez-Its, you know, while the, the podcast is going, you should probably bring up, like, uh, the release date of the uh, new album. Oh, yeah. Uh, the oh, upcoming yeah, tours that. with Ira Hill and uh, So This Is Suffering. The know. name of the album. The name of the album, yeah. I'm going to bring all that up. I don't know. I just Yeah, uh, speaking, yeah, yeah. Of, speaking I, of new I, I album. I just sell that shit. I don't know. <laughs> does, uh, does, this guy, does this guy have uh, most of your music? Because I'd like to... He does. Like we have, we have an introduction song that we play before our podcast. I've got all of it, Chris. We, we I can I can I can send. Yeah, we're actually releasing a single tomorrow. Uh, um, what, what's what's the single name? And maybe I reflections. Um, it's going to come out via Revolver magazine. All right. So they're going to release a big press release from their from their website, talking about our new tour with. Uh, so this is suffering and beside the silence for our album release, which is full U.S. and Canada. Um, before that, we're doing a little rundown to South by Southwest and back with uh, Ira Hill from here in Cleveland. And then uh, what we're leaving for tomorrow actually is uh, we're doing the Tyrants of Death tour in Europe with suffocation, cattle decapitation, abiotic, and monument of misanthropy, which I'm. Sounds brutal. Yeah, I feel like we're the uh, least technical, least heavy band on the show, which is not normally what we get to say. <laughs> Except well, for you know, it's the first for everything. Yeah, the well, yeah. when we do big tours like the Cryptopsy tour, and then like with Rings of Saturn and stuff like that. Yeah. But then, like when it's any other show, we're the heaviest band. Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, we're excited. We got a lot of cool shows coming up. A lot of a lot of cool opportunities. The album drops April 1st through uh, 313 Entertainment Group and E1 Music. Um, it'll be available pretty much everywhere. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a cool year. we got a bunch, a bunch more announcements coming within the next couple months about, you know, the summer tours and festivals <coughs> and all that kind of stuff for the summer and fall. Like you were saying, you can find out all that information uh the convalescence on Facebook and yes. like you said before like pretty much all over social media just look up the convalescence and you'll find them yep Google should bring everything up it's uh, at TCon Band on Twitter the convalescence official on Instagram www.facebook.com slash the convalescence what about YouTube typing the convalescence to YouTube man I'm sorry if you can't figure it out <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Message me, message me on Facebook, and I'll send you a link. Sorry, Grandma. There's also the convalescence.bigcartel.com. That's where you can order all the merch from the convalescence. Speaking of merch, available. speaking of merch, I was in love. Like uh, everybody, everybody has T-shirts. Everybody has uh, like stickers and right. CDs. But you guys have barbecue sauce. No, hot sauce. Hot sauce. Okay, hot sauce. I'm sorry. There's a difference. Big difference. See, that's yeah. my ignorance. We're working on barbecue sauce, though. Getting there. So how does that go in the southern states? You sell it a lot goes of that? great in all states. All states? Yes. I mean, we sell a lot tons. Of tons. We sold a bottle of hot Actually, sauce. Actually, we're sold out right now. I'm waiting on an order. So hopefully we'll have it by the time we get back in the U.S. The They're not going to ship it to Europe for you? you oh, know, they, yeah, you know. I don't know if they'd like it over there. Like it's like cost efficient. There's, there's got to be <laughs> some kind of import yeah, regulations yeah. on that. It's some pretty you dangerous know. stuff. I don't and think they food. use a lot of uh, hot sauce on their boiled fish heads and... Uh, English, English breakfasts and stuff like that. This is exactly the, why we're not going to England because their food is crap. <laughs> no, <laughs> England has great. No, food. I would totally go to England, but they require this work visa thing that sucks. I don't yeah. think England would take us. England will take us. They would. And they'll like it. <laughs> but the I visited London about ten years ago, and they actually had <laughs> tourist attraction. It was the London Dungeon. You know, just like what? the Misfits song. Went through there. It was almost like the old. Everybody, everybody been to Cedar Point before, you know? Yeah. 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 So that, yeah. They had the old pirate ride where you'd get in the little boat and you'd go oh, around. And just swing and, and it got and really and sketchy. No, no. Yeah, was, I remember that. It, it, yeah. would just, it would just no, it would just drive around and you'd see mm. like pirates doing one thing and then yeah, you'd oh, see yeah, yeah. the yeah. animatronic pirates. And right, you know. They, they they had. I was thinking of, of the big boat that like yeah, swings back and forth. Swings between it, an A-frame. No, this was like a waterfall or something. 10, 15 years ago, they they tore that down and made it a restaurant. But that, that's the kind that's the kind oh, of uh, technology they have in that place. You walk around and see like uh, like women that killed people, like female. Uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Serial killers. Right. Then you'd see like ancient uh, like British torture techniques where they'd. Throw unboiled rice down your gullet, and then pour a bunch of hot water and make your ch- your stomach explode from the inside. And that's that sounds awesome. that is brutal. <laughs> yeah, they just had little little toy little robots that really work doing like these. That? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. yeah. like you, what? You, just, but you can you, even you, give like you, ri- force, you force feed somebody. You force feed somebody like a pound of dry rice, and then dump. Jesus. Then dump hot. Hot water down their throat, let it expand from the inside, it'll burst their stomach, they'll explode from the inside out. Yep. Like you're giving birth to an alien. Just write a song about that. Murder <laughs> fried rice. Murder <laughs> <laughs> fried rice. Yeah. Could season that with the band's hot sauce. Yeah. Exactly. Which comes in two varieties. There's the <laughs> convalescence rage infused hot sauce. Rage infused. Rage yes. infused. Literally, we scream into every bottle. Well, it, <laughs> that, that, that hot sauce has cayenne pepper, ghost pepper, Jonas 7, and what was the fourth one? Uh, Jonas 7, cayenne, ghost pepper, and habanero. Habanero, yeah, that's it. Along with Captain Catfish's 17 signature spice blend. Stop Captain it, my Catfish. dick can only get so hard. Captain Catfish out of, uh, uh, was it North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Murfreesboro, North Carolina. They make the sauce exclusively for the band. Great people, too. Yeah. How did how, what was that story about how the band ended up with the hot sauce? Oh yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Um, I have been playing shows at a place called Zach's Coffee House in Murfreesboro, North Carolina, for years. Like before the Convalescence was even a band, anything. We played back there in 2013 when we were on tour with uh, Along Came a Spider and Fallen Captive, and uh, you know I got a call from the owner, and he was like, "Hey, listen, you're like." Oh, thank you very much. He's, he's like, hey, listen, you know, this might sound like some uh, some death clock shit, but would you guys be interested in having your own hot sauce? And I just was kind of shocked and was like, is that a question? <laughs> like, yeah, of course. That sounds great. And he's like, all right, cool, I have this idea. And, I mean, he made the recipe and everything. He sent me a couple different bottles to sample, and he nailed it. Like, you know, one of the first sample bottles was just was great so we ran with it just kind of seeing how it would sell how it would do kind of would people be on board with it and uh i mean we sold out over and over and over and over just like immediately basically 
And, uh, yeah, we went down there um, for another show the following year after we had had our own hot sauce for a while. And I ended up getting kind of drunk because there was a hurricane, so the show was canceled. So they were just kind of like, hey, let's get drunk and eat really spicy food. Make um, Carl! Since we were already at the... <laughs> Since we were already at the venue. So, uh, you know, after a few beers, I decided it was a good idea to eat a Carolina Reaper pepper, just raw, like the whole pepper, and chew it up. And they videotaped me, and I kept a relatively straight face the whole time. And, you know, my bet with the owner was that if I eat this and I can keep my cool about it, you have to make me my own hot sauce. And mine was solely based, you know, mainly to just hurt whoever eats it. Uh, I mean, just it's that doesn't hot mean as it's possible. not good. No, it, it's it actually really, is really good. good. It it's it's really hot. It's it's good. Carolina Reaper pepper is the main. It's Carolina Reaper pepper is like the pepper. In there. <clears throat> but it's not so hot that it's like disgusting burning. It, down yeah, it, it, it's, it's hot enough to where like you can eat it and be fine. But if you're stupid about it, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. Basically, so like a few so days. I like, that, I like it, hot sauces. Yeah, it's just, and that uh, and that sells, you know, better than it's probably our top selling merch item is the oh yeah for sure Keith Wampler's Doom Sauce. And so many times things like that don't have any flavor; it just only has no. Heat. It's it tastes really good, you know. I thought it was really hilarious. We were at uh, what was it? The totally f- fucking awesome fest. The one out in. Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, well, when I was running the merch table that night, uh, this this girl and her dad, uh, do, you, do you remember those two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, bought, she bought some of your hot sauce, but she bought it specifically to uh, mess with kids that were fucking with her in school. She was like, you know, like make some kind of food or something, just dump a bunch of that in there and fuck them up. Like she was, she bought that to, to hurt people. I love our fans. <laughs> <laughs> so we're technically selling like food weapons. Well, there, there, there was there was another guy. There was there was a guy that bought it for the same reason he wanted to fuck with the people he worked with. So he bought a bottle of it to put. And he's like, I'm gonna dump this whole thing in a, a small thing of chili and give it to everybody at work. And they're gonna die. He was just smiling. He was smiling the whole time. I love our fans. He was what smiling. See, those are the good yeah, sociopaths yeah. that just but take it out with random ass. The funny thing was, <laughs> the funny thing was with that girl. She did try. She tried the doom sauce, and she like ran off and was like guzzling like bottles of water, and it was it was terrible. But she came that's back rough, and bought that's it. Rough because she came back and bought it once she realized of it could water be. Water at that show were about six bucks a piece. They were. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and but, she still had money to buy merch. Hey, we are playing that festival again this year, June twenty fifth. <laughs> The Skyway Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota, with American Head Charge, Soil, and Moto Grader. That was an excellent segue. Hey. <laughs> if only I could read a seg- or write a segue. I could probably read a segue. I, I met the inventor of the segue. <laughs> yes, right? Really? Would be comical. Dean Kamen, yeah, I met that guy when I used to build robots. Ask him why they don't hover. Well, that's like some... <laughs> it's like <laughs> in, some, inconce- some conception type shit where you was like... A Segway inside of a Segway inside of a Segway about a Segway exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was real inception type shit Yeah, and then robots were involved. That's a funny tour story actually um, Not robots. I don't know where you're going but When we had the uh, when we had we used to tour in a van before we got our school bus What's the name of that van Luke? What the rape van? The no. rape van. No, after the rape van. Um, Rodiga? I just, yes. I just like, I just Rodiga. like the way you say it. Rodiga? <laughs> and then we had my digger. Because <laughs> Katie told little Rodiga. We actually kept pieces of that first van in memory. Yep. Um, we snorted all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, At gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Since, since there were so many of us in such a small van, when people would just kind of pass out and everybody else in the van was talking, you could literally, like, inception people's dreams. <gasps> yes. Like, they'd wake up and know everything that just happened, but had, like, a way crazier view of, like, the visuals of what was really going on. So it was kind of funny, like, somebody would pass out and you just start talking about really weird shit and they'd wake up all like, oh, man, what am I doing? It was great. I I'm, I'm like that. I'm like that myself now. because uh, I usually 
wife works works midnight shifts, so I usually sleep by myself and everything. And I sleep with the TV for something on the background, and then the TV channel will go to some like Law and Order Special Victims Baby Rape Unit or whatever. <laughs> and I'm sitting there having nightmares about people molesting me or whatever. <laughs> I woke, wake Are up you a baby in the just wake up and you're like chilling in the diaper like, what the fuck? <laughs> wake up more tired than I did when I went to bed because I've been tossing and turning all night. With or them. running for real. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to set up some uh, cameras around the house to monitor things. You might not like what you see. All right, so how many times did you have somebody pee in your butt? <laughs> pee in my butt. <laughs> Only once. Just once. But <laughs> he looks like there's another one, but he's not sure. If it yeah, <laughs> there might be a few more. And you're just like, like he's like, he said, Pete in my butt, not on my butt, right? He's wondering if his, <laughs> he's wondering if his wife is going to listen to this podcast or not. <laughs> well, before before we got married. <laughs> I went. I went. To the, I went to the bar at about eleven o'clock at night, and uh, a wedding reception at the uh, place close by closed down. So everybody from the wedding reception came to the bar. And Is the story really going to end with someone peeing in your butt? I, I was so stupid. <laughs> I wasn't there more than fifteen so minutes. I wasn't there more than fifteen minutes, and this. Chick wanted me to take her home, you know, and I was like, hey, this is my lucky night. I don't even have to buy drinks for anybody or anything. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I tried to give her a ride home, and uh, we don't even get out of the parking lot. She's already blowing me. I, I met this girl like a half hour ago. But anyway, <laughs> I said, hey, where are we going? Anyway. And she gave me like... It, it, it's, it's a city out of town. It's like a 45-minute drive. So I'm killing myself here. I said, what 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 I get myself into? We finally get there, and, uh, you know, I think things are going to be moving on. I think we're going to have some fun. But she's like, oh, we gotta, I've got to call my neighbor. My neighbor, uh, he's he, we got to smoke some doobies. Okay. <coughs> I come over. She calls him up. The neighbor comes over. It's a full-blown dwarf. It's a real... <laughs> It's a little guy. And That's your weed man. As soon as, as, as <laughs> man, it's a little guy. And, uh, I'm liking this story Magical a lot. Magical you, know, <laughs> you know, once once we got back to the like, place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once we got back to her place, things kind of slowed down. But once, once the little guy got there, she was all about going at it again. It's like, and I'm sitting there. I don't know what's she doing. That guy's just sitting over there in the corner of the room on a chair, like looking like he's about ready to jump in and start helping out, like he's gonna have a threesome. And I'm like, hell no, my first threesomes ain't gonna be like one and a half dudes in a chair. <laughs> so, you know, I just pretended like. I pretended like I <laughs> fell asleep and I felt some little hands clawing at me. No. Oh, no. no. I just, I just, Tiny I just, stayed, hands. I just stayed, pretended like I was asleep oh, and uh, <laughs> pretty much everybody else fell asleep. So I stole Wait, the... Wait, did you pee in the little guy's butt? <laughs> no, there, there was no butt pee. Okay. That story reminded me of getting grabbed with little tiny hands in the butt. Oh, so you peed in your butt. butt. <laughs> you made, you made yes. it. Yes. <laughs> You may not have uh, peed in his butt, but you did uh, pee in uh, the shoes of somebody really, uh, some this one drummer. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't either, I guess. It was in Chicago. <laughs> what? Chicago during the power outage? The power outage. Was there was a certain, there was a certain, uh, I heard about, I heard about the Chicago. Semi-famous drummer that was a dick to everybody on our tour with Hansel and Gretel. And uh, one night, all they had were four packs. You know, we's in Chicago, and he's we was, we was getting off stage while they were getting on stage, and he started messing with me about my gear, and I finally just said hell with it. You know, he he took his shoes off, and played barefoot like a lot of drummers do. Are we still talking about the midget? No, no, no. no. We're talking we're talking about a 
I don't know. I mean, the guy already the guy already sent me a message once on on what was it MySpace? I think telling me he doesn't like me because I said mean things about him. I don't know. Who? Combi Christ? Joe Letts. Oh, uh, jo- oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't say that name. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was fucking with me, and he left his shoes right in the same spot I was. Uh, Put my drums away and put them into cases so we could go to the next spot. And I had to take a piss, so I used his shoes. <laughs> you know, I thought it would be okay oh, because no, it was a hot night. Oh no, it, was, it wasn't just hot. Okay, I'm gonna go for I'll just, I'll just, I'll it. Was, it, was, it was a hot night. It was super hot in Chicago. It was, it was summer in Chicago. And we were like the third or fourth floor it, up. Yeah, the, the venue. The the, the venue. The, the, the stage was on like the third or fourth floor upstairs and it was like a old like church or school or something so I had these super tall windows like these 20 foot high windows where the sun would just beam in and heat the place up like a freaking greenhouse and there was like no like AC or no. vent or anything like that. Similar I was thinking that I was thinking that the shoes would dry out before the end of the show because it was so hot in there but the whole city had their air conditioners on and the power went out for blocks like three songs into their show all the power went out well it was actually it was three it was yeah three songs into Hansel and Gretel's set because uh, it was once their uh, they, they turned their their light rig on to full blast that the power went out like it blew the power out like for the entire block the entire block yeah. I remember having to carry I remember having to carry merch racks and merch bins downstairs in the in, in the dark with a flashlight and the funny thing was, there was something really funny that happened. There sat Joey Letts walking barefoot around all night because the shoes didn't dry out yet. But I saw something really funny happen that night. The merch guy for Hansel and Gretel, he was wearing like a knit cap like the whole time uh, that I was like sitting at the merch table next to him. And he had really long hair, but he never took his hat off, ever. And we, when we were moving these racks and everything down in the dark and everything, he tripped and one rack like hit him in the head and knocked his hat off. And he had this these weird patchy bald spots like everywhere, like 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 he was some kind of mutant or something. Like, like and the it, hair came off of his head. It was like a hat weave. Yeah, dude, it was weird. It was yeah, like he looked like Uncle, some kind of Uncle Fester kind of thing going on. I don't know, but it was it was kind of horrifying. In the dark in Chicago after he peed in Joe Letch's shoes. So is that how you became a goblin? No. We uh, we played this place in Lemoyne, Pennsylvania, a couple years ago with uh, In Dying Arms, Kingdom of Giants, Reformers, Along Came a Spider and Fallen Captive, and it was probably 104, 105 outside, which is where they made us put all of our merch. And, uh, of course, we're the broke band with no tent. Yeah. So we're, like, boiling out there. Um, but, like, we're in the middle of our set, and it is so hot, and there's so many people in there, because it was a sold-out show, that it actually, like, <coughs> melted the uh, some of the power amps for their PA. Like, the insides of them just kind of the solder melted kind of thing. And it was just so ridiculous. So we played, what, two whole songs that was just raw guitar, raw bass, and drums? Clark. Yep. Or no, Ty- Tyler's side of the stage completely went out with the PA. So yeah, it was one guitar and drums. And I mean, that drummer we had for that tour, Brandon Park, he's actually in a Legion now. So congratulations on that. But interesting show. Isn't that similar to what happened in Pensacola with the uh, the monitors? Yeah, on the, the, the monitor tour? power amps on the Cryptopsy tour melted in Pensacola, so we had to play our set with no monitors. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Like none. <laughs> was that the show where the merch table was in the back and I? Yes, and we did have. That's Ed- when Keith crowd surfed. That, that was the crowd surf <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. That's yeah. a rare occasion, but. <laughs> It happens. It happens. Yeah, that sounds like one of my episodes. Like uh, when the uh, old band was first getting together, one of the first big shows we did was opening for Mushroom Head in Akron. Right. And uh, I had just learned the joy of getting uh, triggering my drum set and trying to get you know different sounds out of it to go with the music, you know, a little more right. heavy and electronic and all that stuff. Right. Well, he put us right next to 
like one of the hugest speakers we could think of. And every time somebody else, like somebody else, like the bass player would play something, it would trigger, the vibration would trigger my drums. Yes. So I was sitting there doing nothing. I was playing a drum solo, man. Everything. <laughs> It, it it was very, I don't know. It 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 didn't sound very good. I guess yeah, my point is, and uh, didn't make a very good showing in one of our first big shows. Right. It's always a bummer when just technical difficulties are uh, kind of a killer to your set, and there's just nothing you can really do about it. It just happened to us in uh, Perrysburg, Ohio, on our last tour in Neurotic November for uh, Corey Fest. Oh, that was rough. That sound just was a new level of shit. And Luke and I got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Apparently you're not allowed to shoot firecrackers at people. Or the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, they don't like when you try to light things on fire, I guess. It was hilarious watching him write about that post on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and you literally, like, I remember... He started, the dude started bitching about it, and you, Icer, posted a Ricky Spanish meme. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thank all fine you. good, but you really shouldn't be shooting off fireworks at people. And he posted another one, and he was just like, I can't stand you. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be T-Con Goblin, it should be Troll. <laughs> it literally, right, he's, he's, he's a good troller on them. But no, honestly, when I see Ice dude, it's hilarious. Alright, no, he, he when he first made that T-Con Goblin page, <coughs> right, we got accused of stealing a cat from a venue in Wisconsin. I had nothing to do with that. I so you, you for say. A set it free. So you say. Literally, set it free. Literally, so <coughs> this dude, there was a picture taken of the uh, of the cat, because it kept climbing up onto our bus, because at the time we didn't have a, a lock on our bus door. So we just, like, left it open. And his cat kept flying like, on. You know, because it was rare that we ever had uh, somebody actually try to get on that bus because it's just, like, sketchy looking. So Yeah, the, the band, for, for those who are listening that don't know much about the band, the band tours on a 1994 Ford Thomas school bus painted matte black with a big blue stripe down the side. So if you ever see that going by, you, you should probably drive the other way because there's some sketchy shit going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's a beast going down the road. It is a zoom wagon. 53 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, on, that's on flat. We can go much faster downhill. Yeah, we hit 83 once. Yeah. That was kind of scary, but... We'll never we time travel. That... We haven't got it up to 88. Yeah. I'm kind of scared what would happen if we did get it up to 88. I think if it ever gets to 80 again, we're going to die. Probably. I got it to 80 a couple of times. Don't I don't think, I think maybe 81, but I never hit 83. That's scary. So you have a driver? Do you all drive yourselves? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. our buddy Will from Idaho drives out to Toledo, meets up with us every year, and drives us. Nice. Well, he started last year. We went through three drivers last year. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's a necessary evil of not having very much money and... Asking someone to drive a school bus like eight hours a day, sometimes every day, more. Sometimes, sometimes more, yeah. sometimes way more. Especially like when we were going straight from Mayhem Fest oh, in Pennsylvania, just outside of what was it, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. straight to the Whiskey a Go Go in Hollywood. In Hollywood, that day. And then when we got there, there was a riot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, how many days did we have to get there? Five. Four. Yeah, four days to get four? there. Yeah, because we. Uh, we made it from Pittsburgh to Zanesville, Ohio, where we got a flat tire and had to change that. One I remember the, that. One of the many flat and tires last year. The next night, we made it to a truck stop in Bluefield, Missouri. The day after that, we made it to Denver, stayed with a friend. And the day after that, we made it to our cold cock whiskey rep's house in Scottsdale, Arizona. Where Luke lost all of his clothes. All of them. Yep. For the first time. <laughs> not the last time, but the first time. Yeah. Definitely not yep. the last time. Um, yeah, he lost all his clothes, so he just smelled like a rotting dumpster the rest of the tour. <laughs> hey, some, some weird things happened that night. We should. Yeah, we're not going to no, go there. No. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Um, we only had four people in a small little truck. 
We have eight people on the school bus. I know we, we only we only did uh, we only did two weeks. Right. But that truck smelled like a rotting corpse by the time we was done with it. Literally, like when we drove from Pittsburgh to Hollywood, we were on day. I think Hollywood was day one hundred. That we straight that we had been on the road. So, I mean, it was. Yeah, the day after was 101, and that's when the bus decided to. Yeah, we broke down in California because we went to this truck stop. If I could remember the name, I would blast them on this podcast. A sketchy, tra- a sketchy pieces of shit. It was sketchy. Sketchy piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 fucked up the whole. They the ju- didn't tighten the oil pan plug after they changed our oil. So literally all. The so oil once we got about to out. the dead center of the fucking desert in California, it uh, started overheating real bad. So we pulled over, and it was Sunday, of course. It made us pull over. The, the the warning indicators came on. Yeah, we lost blink, like things power were blinking. Steering, ding ding ding! Like, yeah, the, lo- the power yeah. steering went out, and we yeah, it was sketchy. It was lost digging, acceleration. It was all kinds of, yeah, it was like shutting itself down. So we pull over on the side of the road. I jump out, look underneath the bus, and it's literally just like somebody's <laughs> pour. It looked like somebody was pouring a water bottle out, like worth of oil, out of our bus. Well, yeah, well, I rolled under the bus we and it was just streaming. Yeah. Yeah, it was we took a out. different bus trip down to Virginia. We had a. On somebody else's we had bus. A, we, had a, we, had a, we, had a, we had a small bus, a short bus. A, a short bus. Yeah. And uh, whoever did the muffler didn't do it right. And all the muffler was venting up into the rear cabin where we was all sitting. By the time we almost got there, we was all passed out and high on carbon monoxide and everything. Well, and that was nothing geez. compared to what I experienced yeah. in the Doom bus. We, uh, we thought we were going to die. Well, we called, like, I mean, we sat in the desert for, like, four hours waiting for this dude to, to come out that some tow truck company knew because they didn't want to come get our bus because it was Sunday and they didn't feel like it, basically. Because we always break down on, on Sunday. Sunday. God hates on us. Sunday, yeah. Um, I wonder whose fault that is. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you guys looking at me? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Fucking Uncle Sigil over there. <laughs> but those those sigils protect the bus. I don't think so. <laughs> Not from the I think they may, God. All they do is make it demand a blood sacrifice <laughs> once a week. That's it. <laughs> That's what I can't. You got to feed it, man. Probably. Yeah. That's not the only. Dude, I did nothing to do with missing. that. A couple of dogs did too. Yeah. Did you finish that story about the cat? I did not, <laughs> actually. So we're gonna go back to that. <laughs> and um, then back to the bus. Well, there's a picture taken of even like this cat on our bus and everything, you know, that was posted online and whatever. So they're messaging us, blowing us up, tagging us in posts like the convalescence has our cat. Like some people that live by the venue or whatever. And we're like, dude, we don't have your fucking cat. We got enough animals on this bus like that are in the band that we don't need your cat. Like Then they kept blowing us up about it, kept accusing us of taking their cat. Like we really want a fucking cat on tour. So We need a merch cat. No. No. So our T Con merch goblin from his merch goblin page posts that cat was delicious, <laughs> but I'm still hungry. Like the same day they're Chinese blowing food, us all you know? up, dude. Like, yep. He is completely notorious for just being an asshole online. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes the best trolling, you know, you don't even know what happened. Yeah, you know you can't you can't tell the difference between. Well, like somebody will ask a question, uh, I'll see this dude's comment on it, and it's like a fu- he like downloaded a book to send to their comment, and it's just like <laughs> really like, couldn't let that one go ever. No. Does it slow down? It's not like I lost you guys a tour or anything because of my online <laughs> comments. We're not going to talk about that one either. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, back to the bus blowing up. <laughs> bus blowing up in the desert. Yeah, we, this dude comes out and he gives us new oil. Thankfully, the oil pan plug, like, wasn't, uh, wasn't stripped out, so he was able to put a new one in, like, no problem. Like, everything was cool. <laughs> He seemed like, like he knew what he was he doing. He seemed like he really knew what he was doing, whatever. I mean, he, he, he even put a reflective vest on, dude. I feel like that <laughs> screams professional. So. His, his truck was rusty, though. That should have been our first warning sign. Dude, I didn't even look at his truck. Well, I, I was know, just like, happy to not be in the fucking desert anymore. Right. But 
Wait, wait, what were you going to say, John? The guy that helped us in Kansas City was pretty sketchy, and he fixed the books. Dog, 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 that dude. The guy that fixed yeah. our electrical problems? I feel like he's still in our bus somewhere. <laughs> he just never left. He smoked like 30 cigarettes while he was fixing our bus. Yeah. Jesus. On our bus. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, he, he kept trying to get out of work by, not, by by smoking a cigarette until I told him he could smoke on our bus while he was working. Oh, it's your jail. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was, dude. Oh, he had an interesting uh, accent. It was dog's mommy. I mean, it had to be. Like his brother. But anyway, back to the... But, the guy's like, all right, you're good to go. You know, he charged us like 300 bucks or some shit for coming out and giving us a couple quarts of oil and a new screw in our bus. So well, Sunday, that's overtime, you know. Oh yeah, you know, you gotta pay that and then some and then some more and then since we're out of from out of state, you know, tack on another couple hundred bucks and we'll go from there. But so we're like, cool, whatever. At least we're not broke down in the desert. We're gonna make it to our show in Reno tonight, like. We're cruising. We get what forty-five minutes down the road, and we just hear this sound. Like well, the bus well, was running kind of rough. Well, when we when we uh, when we left from the guy fixing the bus, is the bus was not because I was sitting towards the front because I was concerned about everything, and I realized the bus was not getting up to speed very easily. Yeah. And who was driving our bus at the time? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. I, t- I said I said were you accelerating all the way? And he's like, yeah, it just doesn't. He's flooring it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, like you said, we heard this sound, and it was the like the sound was like it was like a slingshot, or like it almost reminded me it was like, of like or yeah, like, it was just that like it, kind of sound, oh, and it was really I know exactly what you're talking it was about. really yeah. awkward. Yeah, like it was and then really all, strange like sound. Guys, but then, that? but then after that sound, it was like <laughs> the engine went up to speed, and we got up to our max speed of like like 56, 53, 56 miles per hour. Yeah, there's a reason it, for that. Yeah, I mean, it did something. I know bad. there's a reason It did for something that. really bad. It did. Okay, so we we all looked at each other and we heard the sound. We're like, "What the fuck was that?" You know. So we but tur- turn around and look, and the whole bus is filling with smoke, like white from smoke. the ba- from the back, from the back, like from it's the back of the bus, like tw- through the, from wheel, the wheel wells. Wheel. Yeah. And we're like, "Oh no, what's <laughs> going on? Are we on fire? Like, what's going on?" So we pull over because we there was so much smoke. We literally thought the bus was on fire. So we all, you know. We all jump off the bus. Everybody's like grabbing the stuff that they want to not burn. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I've got like my laptop. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody's jumping off the bus all fast. Whatever. We look underneath the bus. There's like a 12 foot section of exhaust that's just not there, which happens to be near the wheel well. Right. So that's where all the white smoke that was burning because it was burning oil in the engine because our turbo had our turbo had blown up because the guy didn't prime the turbo when he put all the new oil. Like he didn't in. bleed it. Like he didn't. So. It just wasn't functioning apparently and when he when we took off driving for a while as soon as it got up to temperature it just started burning oil and blew the turbo up and, and that's when we were able to accelerate yeah. we're because burning the oil turbo wasn't prime yeah yeah so the turbo was basically just sucking oil from the yes. straight into itself instead of using oil spurts to cool it yeah, yeah. yep and because of that, the turbo basically hydrolocked itself. And that zipping sound you heard was the veins of the turbo shooting through the exhaust system and tearing it to shreds. Exactly. That's yeah, that, you... that, that, that guy knows his uh, bus anatomy. Yeah, that's... Busology? Yeah, that's... We need a busologist. We have one now. I'm glad that we'll have yes. Spencer, the new bass player, yeah. with us. <laughs> Next time something breaks down, if you don't fix it, you're dead. <laughs> Once again, you have not even begun to see the level of redneck engineering that I come to understand. I told them about my dad hanging a truck from our garage, and not only hanging the truck, but hanging it from all four corners. Why, why did he, what? He needed hey. to remove the oil pan in his truck. He didn't feel like just jacking it up. He needed a lift. Hey, look, it's fun. So he set up a system of pulleys that allowed him to lift a 2,500-pound truck about five and a half feet off the ground using only, like, maybe quarter-inch rope, <laughs> drilled into all four corners of the truck. And as he's working on the oil pan, the truck's swinging back and forth. And he put a huge-ass dent in the side of the door because he went a little too hard, and the truck slammed into the center support post in the garage. So you got to do one better than your dad. you got to float the bus. I don't even know if I could With find balloons. a structure capable of holding <laughs> With the weight or even, like, the chains to do it. I need change from like a shipyard. But but, but, but 
that's where we were at. I mean, we just could not see through the bus. We could, we were like panicking, got out, whatever. Well, the the, and like the, the fire department, the shows fire up. department, like the fire, like marshal. an actual fire truck shows up. No, no, no. This or no, first it was a fire, fire marshal. Yeah, and one of those. Shows red up. He's like, you guys all right? Are you on fire? We're like, I don't know. Well, let me tell you a little something. Not good right now. Fire marshal Bill, and he's like, all right, well, you know, you should probably get this off our highway, and he just like <laughs> left. Yeah, just and we're off. like, all right, well, that I was helpful. And then, uh, you know, you should tell me how. That, uh, who do I call? Where yeah. Where am I at? Well, where am I? No, he just left. And then, like five minutes later, a fire truck shows up from because they got a call. because they got a call because of the someone. smoke coming out of the back of our bus. Because yeah. literally, there was so much smoke coming out of the back of the bus that we were out doing like James Bond smoke screen. There was like half a mile of thick, just thick smoke, white smoke. White smoke down an entire lane of And if the you highway. drive through it, it just like coated your car in oil. <laughs> yeah. Like it like, it, it, tur- bu- it turned the back of our bus like slick black. And sticky. And, and sticky, yeah. But, yeah, so we were broken down, and then they're like, all right, well, we can't just have this giant school bus like sitting on the side of our highway, and we're like, well, we're not towing it, because that shit's expensive. <laughs> and they're like... Well, we'll escort you. Like, we'll drive behind you with our lights on. If you guys want to just drive it, there's a truck stop that has a place to work on it, like, up there. We're like, we'll yeah, try like, it, dude. Like they're a like, mile up the road or they whatever. just told us, they're like, yeah, everybody tie, like, bandanas around your face or something. Like, <laughs> you don't want to breathe that. Just go ahead and drive it, though. So we're getting followed by this fire truck, driving, like, another half a mile, just smoking, like... Bad. Bad, really bad, bad. And we get to the bottom of the exit ramp, and it's a red light, and there's all these cars in our way. <laughs> so You're we have to stop. So, so we have to stop. And as soon as we stop, Aaron just starts like coughing up a lung, shuts the bus off, jumps out the door. Well, no, no. Like, wait, wait, before that, before that, every the bus is starting to fill up with with white smoke, and. At this point, I'm looking out the window, and I'm like, where the fuck is that fire truck that's supposed to be following us? I don't see it behind us. It pulls up next to us, and only once it's, like, really close next to us can I see it through the smoke that we're, like, putting yeah. out. And you can hear the, 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 the one of the guys in the fire truck, like, you guys make it? And you just hear Aaron from the front of the bus go, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Aaron. So we shut it off, and then the sheriff comes out. Right, like state trooper or whatever, and he just like pops our hood and he's like, "So what's going on here?" And I'm just like, "I don't know. It's on fire or something, dude." Like, we're just trying to get it over there, and he's like, "All right, so we got a police escort." Well, yeah, he actually he actually took a look at it, and we when uh, we actually went over, figured out what it was. Yeah, yeah, when we actually went over everything that happened, he's like, "Yeah, you guys probably blew your turbo." That's what it sounds yeah. like. So we, we get it over to this truck stop, you know, and the only place to stay there, the ho- only hotel there, keep in mind it's like 110 degrees this whole this whole time. Only place to stay is this, like, Wyndham Hotel. So it's like 200 bucks a room a night. Oh, but like, well, there's but like, like eight of us. But across the street was this abandoned cafe that where we were able to park the bus, thanks to the directives of a fellow named Kansas. From the Rainbow Kids. <laughs> I'm glad those so, guys are still around, actually. So, if there are any Rainbow Kids listening or anybody knows Kansas, thanks, thank you. Thanks, thank Kansas. You. Thank you, Kansas. <laughs> you know, and I realized the other day that we were totally listening to Carry On My Wayward Son when our bus blew up. Yes, and then we in were Kansas. immediately... Some guy we were in named California, we were up. listening to Kansas, our bus blew up, and then a guy named Kansas showed up out of nowhere to tell us where to park our bus and destiny. smoked us out. Yeah, yeah, because he came up to the bus being like, you guys Rainbow Kids... See your bus. And we're like, no, what the fuck are Rainbow Kids? He's like, oh, I'm with the Rainbow Kids, and I saw your bus broke down, and I would send out an SOS to the other Rainbow Kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, man. And then he's like, you guys smoke? <laughs> so we're like, yeah. And he's like, all right. And he just pulled out a bowl and jumped on our bus. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So, so, I mean, it was a bad day, but that kind of made it a little bit better. Yeah. He, he had, like, dreadlocks, like, halfway down his body. He, everything he was wearing was brown. Yeah. <laughs> he told us he had walked there from, like, 70 miles away or something yeah. to, to get a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> uh, it was it was a different... Pretty crazy story from that guy. Thing. Yeah. So, we ended up getting in the hotel and calling everybody we possibly could, trying to find somebody that would work on it. By this point... We had missed our show in Reno. 
stuck in the hotel for the night. We had to start calling in the morning because it's still Sunday. So we start calling Monday morning. We get a hold of what? Like Jim Bob's <laughs> fucking truck repair everything store. Yeah, well, because we started to learn that... Higher very, us, we're from the mountain. We learned from various breakdowns that it was best to call the places. It was like Uncle Ken's or Billy Bob's or yeah. Fred and Joe's. Because like those people, they don't care. They'll come out and... Do whatever they need to. Yeah. Right, right. So... Yeah, I mean, he came out, got an estimate on our bus and everything, and it was like, what, $3,200 or something like that to fix, and we, like, really did not have that kind of money. About, Being yeah. on, like, day 101 of tour. So we kind of, uh, you know, started to go fund me because it was literally our only, only option we had. The GoFundMe campaign actually started to take take off more, yeah. more than we expected. We had, actually. uh, we did like, what, 1,500 in two days or something like that? Yeah, 1,500. We had support from all kinds of people all over the place, even some uh, noteworthy people. I yeah, Hansel call. and Gretel yeah. was one of them, you know, Discourage, Cryptopsy, yeah, uh, Battlecross, you know. A lot of other bands in the metal scene helped us out. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was really cool to see, you know, so many of our friends that we toured with or that you know, maybe we had, you know, just run into on the road or something, you know, help us out like that, you know, with so much in the, such a short period of time. So that gave us literally between what we had and what the GoFundMe ended up doing literally got us enough to get to Washington. And I mean, we had to repair the bus again on the way to Washington after we're leaving Lodi finally after the $3,200 repair. We had to do another $400 repair because the oil had sprayed into, like, our whole air system and all that kind of stuff. So it was... Clean up. Yeah, we, had to get a new air, we had to get a new air dryer. Yeah, we had to get a new air dryer and all that kind of stuff. And uh, in Chico and stayed with a friend there for a couple of days. And then we got up to Washington, had a great show. We're, like, all optimistic, like... Oh, yeah, this is going to be, you know... After Aaron drove us through the mountains. Don't forget we almost died in the mountains. Oh, Jesus. And that was one of the least of my concerns. But, I mean, we're like, all right, yeah, 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 we're going to we're gonna make it home. All these shows are going to be sick. You know, it's cool. We played, you know, Spokane, Washington. Well, our, then we find out our Montana show the next day was canceled because of the testicle festival. <laughs> was too much competition. Because that's a thing. Is that yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's... balls are good. Yeah. Good balls. I, I, I suppose Montana's about their balls. Nevada so, has a testicle festival as well. Jesus. That's so weird. It's a weird part of the country. Oh, well, teach their own, I guess. But we, uh, so we were canceled, but we had a fan that actually, like, hit us up and took us all out to Five Guys for lunch. And That guy and came out of nowhere. The guy, he did. He that was awesome, did. actually. He was, he was wearing a Slayer shirt. And yeah, and he, you know, he helped us out with some gas money and stuff, and we... Made it down to Denver to find out that Warp Tour was like right down the street the same day. So we played in front of like us. No, there was that drunk guy at the bar. Yeah, well, there's always the one. That one drunk guy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so we're like, all right, well, whatever. Went and saw our old drummer and stuff like that, hung out in Wyoming and made it out to Speaking Iowa. of drummers, uh, here's, here's the band's drummer right here right now. What's going on? Hey! <laughs> hey! Just, Justin's nice enough to join us. Um, Fonza Dicarelli. It's about time, you know. We've got to sit here and pretty much just have a drummer's chat the whole time, but uh, ended up filling up all this uh, podcast space with just bullshit, you know. We could have got to the serious business. Right, right. Yeah. How you feeling about the blast beats? You know bro? what, man? I, w- I, w- I was up- I was drinking a couple Joe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> right. we-, we were talking about the. the we we're talking about the road home from Lodi. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like the Des Moines show was great, you know. So we were like, oh yeah, this is we're good now. Yeah. Blew another tire on the way to Indianapolis. This was after blowing a tire in Montana. 
Right. Wait, at what point did the bus die while he was driving? Because you got to drive the bus for a little bit. I was driving the bus. Oh, yeah, we went out to lunch. Oh, yeah. Going a steady and 25 up the mountain, you know? A steady 25. <laughs> yeah, we were going real slow around, and the bus overheated, so we had to pull over and deal with a bunch of fucking cows. Heard a gunshot, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Blew that tire. was the tire. And then, uh, you know, a little way <laughs> up, up the mountain some more, about three hours from any where... Montana, we uh, blew a tire at like three in the morning, and it was Sunday again. Oh, Saturday Sunday. night going into Sunday. Sunday. Yep. So, uh, you know, a week later, and we called this guy out, and he charged us nine hundred dollars to change our tire. <laughs> what? Yeah, and he was the only guy, and I think he knew it. <laughs> so, right. we got a nine hundred dollar tire thrown on the bus, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, made it to Denver to compete with Warp Tour, and then had two days off before we finally hit Iowa, which was a great show. Thanks to Gabe and you know Jerry and all them for throwing that show. And then uh, on the way to Indianapolis, blew another tire, <laughs> another four hundred dollars. Played the indie show, made it to Dirt Fest, and then the sold out Oceano show in Toledo, which capped off that, that tour. A, yeah. So it was like. We survived. Literally, literally, the last two weeks of that tour were just like, I just hope we make it home. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care how the rest of these shows go as long as we make enough to make it home. Like, right. So, I mean, it was a crazy tour. Looking back, it's funny. At the time, we all probably just wanted to kind of kill ourselves. But <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. But you didn't, and you've grown. Yeah. And now we're that alive. You, now that you now we're about to go do it again. If 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 life was a video <laughs> game, you know you you be passed yeah. like the first round, and now you're actually going overseas. Like you do you you've graduated yeah. to the next level. Now we go places where they don't know what we're saying, which could be either good or a bad thing. Huh? Well, well we they probably know what we're either. saying. We don't know what they're saying. Yeah. Which is definitely a bad thing. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> he laughed the loudest. <laughs> we're still, uh, we're still trying to debate on the time period which it'll take Luke to get shot by an air marshal on the way over there. Whatever you do, don't declare any extra baloney you have in your uh, possession going through customs. That's what we did. That's how I got they asked if, Yeah, they asked if we had any uh, fruits, vegetables, or meats to declare. And he's like, I got some bologna in the cooler. I got some bologna in the cooler. We did. We did. He had a pack of bologna in there for bologna sandwiches while we were hungry <laughs> on the road. serious. I, I would have made up a really bad meat joke just talking about what was... Somebody else's pants But they don't They don't give a shit About bologna They're worried about Like cuts of Uncooked meat And stuff like that Or like you know Diseases I stole your Last unicorn But But Unicorn. That sparked a, that sparked a whole that sparked a whole thing because then they they started talking to us and they're like, well, we're gonna have to you know take a look at everything. So you guys went from talking about meats to talking about uncut meats. Is that what you just said? No, 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 no. I mean, oh. I mean, I'm just saying from what I learned later on. I was just saying that would be pretty you know normal in Europe. So <laughs> uncut exactly. God damn it, Luke. No, uh, everything's always a dick joke. <laughs> But on just, that note, on that note, that's probably a dick joke's probably a really good place to stop the podcast. We've been going on for a while. Yeah, that's cool. Is uh, anybody else have anything they want to say? Any any news they have to get out? Any? Uh, um, we've already we've already we've already went through social media. We've already went through uh, <coughs> tour dates. I mean, just once again, we're gonna be on tour pretty much all year. Uh, come out, check us out in a city near you. You got all our dates on Facebook and everything. Um, bands in town, um, you know all that. And then, uh, other than that, album drops April first. Poison Words. It's available everywhere. Go pick up a copy. Check it out. All right. Well, I guess this is the. I'll thank the convalescence. I'll. Thanks, man. Thank my uh, Punk Off Podcast partner, Dan Destroyer, for letting me bring his recorder out here. Hell yeah. Thank Icer for hooking me up with this. Yeah. And uh, what 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 song do you want us to play going out? What's what's our what's our going out? What's our what's that outro? Our yeah, outro, outro song? That's, that's the word. Probably probably reflections. Reflections? Yeah. 
All right, well, Which, uh, by the time this podcast airs, it should be, be out. Yeah, yeah so. look up the Reflections lyric video on YouTube. All right, well, on that note, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I do And every time I'm near you I see you